And the Grammy goes to Unholy, Sam Smith and Kim Petras. This was the moment from the 2023 Grammy Awards where pop sensation Kim Petras won for a collaboration with Sam Smith on the track Unholy. Sam graciously wanted me to accept this award because I'm the first uh, transgender woman to win this award. As you hear in her acceptance speech, Petrus tells the crowd that she's the first trans to win a Grammy. And as she pays homage to those who came before her, many in social media were quick to bring up the name Wendy Carlos. Who was she? Wendy Carlos was the first trans to win a Grammy Award in 1970. She was a pioneer of music. Her contributions transcend her achievements as a musician. She played a pivotal role in the development of the Moog synthesizer, shaping the landscape of music. On this episode of Unsung, we explored the genius and enduring legacy of Wendy Carlos, a trailblazer whose story unfolds as a symphony of resilience, creativity, and success. Born in 1939 in Powtucket, Rhode Island, Wendy's musical journey began with early piano lessons and a flair for composition at the age of 10. As a child, she was also interested in engineering and electronics. In a remarkable display of ingenuity, Wendy constructed a hi-fi system for her family, showcasing her early foray into the world of electronics. The turning point came in 1953, at the age of 14, when Wendy not only showcased her skills, but clinched victory in a science competition with a computer she meticulously built from scratch. Her pursuits led her to academia, as she studied music and physics at Brown University. Her insatiable curiosity and dedication propelled her to the Columbia Princeton Electronic Music Center, where in 1965, she emerged with a master's degree in composition. Her trajectory collided with the legendary audio engineer, Robert Moog, during her tenure at Columbia. Their collaboration birthed the iconic Moog synthesizer, an invention that would redefine the sonic landscape. It was the first of its kind, ushering a new epoch, granting musicians unprecedented control over electronic sounds. Moog wasn't a musician and needed someone who could play his instruments. Wendy played a pivotal role in redefining the ultimate iteration of the synthesizer that reached consumers, posing enhancements such as a filter bank and pitch control for dynamic modulation. The Moog synthesizer debuted in the public domain in 1964 followed by more streamlined and a portable mini Moog in 1970. Equipping herself with a Moog, Wendy used it for jingles and sound effects for television, but also for ongoing composition of her original music works. In 1968, Wendy unveiled Switched On Bark, a transformative album reimagining John Sebastian Bach's compositions through the lens of a Moog synthesizer. The album's production was a labor-intensive process, requiring over a thousand hours, given the synthesizer's monophonic nature, limiting it to playing one note at a time. Bach's intricate compositions, woven with multiple melodies, presented a unique challenge. And Wendy overcame that with her longtime producer, Rachel Elkin. The album achieved platinum status, making it the first classical project to do so. 
It also propelled a Moog synthesizer into the public consciousness and garnered three Grammy Awards. Thanks to Wendy's significant contributions, the Moog emerged as a pivotal instrument in popular music. Its distinctive sound resonated in the music of iconic bands such as the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and the works of ABBA. Perhaps most notably, the Moog took center stage in Donna Summer's I Feel Love, solidifying its influence in the realm of contemporary music. In 1972, Wendy's innovative touch extended to the album Sonic Seasons, a precursor to the now popular environmental ambient forms of New Age music. Continuing a musical journey, Wendy redefined her techniques in the album The Well-Tempered Synthesizer, showcasing a mastery of the electronic medium. She then began scoring films. Notably, she introduced the use of vocoders for synthesized singing in Stanley Kubrick's film Clockwork Orange a revolutionary move predating the widespread use of synthetic voices in movies. She also scored Kubrick's The Shining and composed a score for the 1982 Disney film Tron. In the mid-80s, she became frustrated at the limitations of analog synthesis. In response, she made Digital Moonscapes, an album that was released in 1984, that introduced the LSI Philharmonic Orchestra, LSI standing for Large Scale Integration a digital replication of orchestral timbers virtually indistinguishable from the acoustic counterparts. She then explored her lifelong interest in alternate scales and musical tunings with the album Beauty and the Beast, combining old-world cultural influences with new musical ideas. She also made a comedy album with Weird Al Yankovic, which saw her directly perform into a Mac computer using the latest MIDI and SIMTI technology. In the mid-90s, a period of collaboration with Larry Fast led to the development of the state-of-the-art digital process known as DigiSurround Stereo Sound, revolutionising soundtrack restoration and surround stereo conversion. In 1979, Wendy publicly came out as trans, opening up about her career and upbringing in an interview with Playboy. At the height of her success in the 60s, she reached out to trans advocate Harry Benjamin, seeking guidance on her journey. Amidst the success of Switched On Bark, she embarked on hormone therapy, marking the beginning of a public acknowledgement of her true identity. Fearing public scrutiny and desperate to maintain her privacy, Wendy faced the media with a disguise, including wigs and stick-on sideburns, illustrating the societal challenges she navigated during her early public appearances such as her 1970 appearance on the BBC. Her public disclosure marked a significant moment in the LGBTQ visibility, challenging societal norms and paving the way for greater acceptance. Wendy's legacy transcends innovation. She was a trailblazer, a pioneer, a one of one. Her openness about her identity during a time of societal taboos has made her an inspiration for the community and her role in shaping the landscape of music remains an integral part of our collective musical journey. <laughs>